My name is Tim. I won't tell you my last name. None of us will ever tell you our last name. Except for Jenna. If I tell you my last name, the Yerks could find me. Yerks probably aren't real. I'm reading a book that was written for middle schoolers. Welcome to the second episode of Minds at Yerk, uh, an Animorphs fan cast. Uh, my name is Tim. I'm your co-ghost today, and I'm joined by my other co-hosts, who will introduce themselves now. I'm sorry. And my name is Alex. <laughs> and I'm Jenna. I'm so used to you going next, Jenna. My name is Megan. No, it's fine. I'm sitting there looking at you. This is going, a different are you gonna, podcast. Are you gonna go? I'm gonna, are you gonna go? I know, but it's, it's Doing like... The excuse me dance. <laughs> It's such a reflex. I also truly appreciate that you were able to say co-ghost and co-host without yes. any hesitation <laughs> and perfect. Tim's greatest strength no? is his commitment to a bit. Yeah, no, it was wonderful. Like, that isn't me being no, no. facetious. That is okay. genuine. Earnest praise. <laughs> yes. So we'll just pick it up with an I'm Jenna. Here. Tim is now Jenna. Nope, no, this all stays. No, this all stays. Oh, no. It's fine. It's fine. And I'm, I'm One not of these Jenna. days, we will uh, get our intro Hooray. down. Someday. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome back. We did it. We're starting episode two. We have made it through <laughs> episode one. And an intro to episode two. For those of you who are joining us at the three minute mark. <laughs> yeah. Is that where we're at? Roughly. Awesome. So this week right. we did book two, called called the, the visitor. visitor. <laughs> Hoping someone else will pick up that ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim, aren't you running the show this week? Tim be no. the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I don't know. There's a lot going on. Um, yeah. So book two, book two, the visitor. Wait, first, hold on. How was everybody's week? I got to do that. It Alex was... does that, and I like that. I think it's super professional. <laughs> it was lovely. Thank you for super asking. Tim. You're welcome, Alex. I'm getting ready to go on vacation. It, in fact, has been a fortnight. Yeah, I should yeah. have said that. How? Oh, hold on. No, hold on. Do over. How was everybody's fortnight? Well, I so downloaded it for the Switch, and I'm not very good <laughs> at it. But I did at least outlast the couple of 11-year-olds who were making fun of the noobs on Switch. So, go me. <laughs> Those were words. Yeah. And I appreciated them. We're talking about fork knife. <laughs> For, oh, fork knife. Not going to lie, really had no idea what we were talking about. But okay. my brother, my brother, me this week explains what a fortnight is. So. Oh well, see, then you have some idea. <laughs> it is a video, James. Oh. Oh. They explained what an actual fortnight is. Oh. So. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Oh. I'm. I'm just assuming it's two weeks since it's been a fortnight two weeks. is two weeks. Yes. Yes. There we go. I'm so cultured. <laughs> you are. It's been half a fortnight <laughs> since you looked at me. Is actually the British <laughs> version of that song. 
<laughs> oh man, that was nerdy. Oh goodness. <laughs> Do it. Sorry. Yeah, that took I'm me a talking. minute. <laughs> Take I got it. Back, I got Tim. it. Oh, I got it. <laughs> no, it took me a while. It took me a while, but I got there. Uh, <laughs> thank you. We're not going to explain that. Nope. And I hope nope. that it takes someone an entire week and one of us gets a message finally of like, oh, I fucking got it. So, it takes yes. someone half a fortnight? <laughs> yes, in fact. So, is that our wombat poop for the week? <laughs> no, no, I actually have oh, some more fun. I forgot to order wombat poop. <gasps> Tim! You're not doing it right now. Oh, I gotta order wombat poop as soon as we get done here. <laughs> I'm writing a note to remind you. Thank you. Hey, Alexa. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, or this fortnight, sorry. I'll get that sooner or later. I Uh, mean, it is this week, this episode. This volume, this issue. Today. Today. We read volume two, which is The Visitor. Uh, This is a book that was narrated by Rachel. And the story sort of goes a little something like this. Uh, we open up, we're all birds, so that we can be inclusive to Tobias. Um, Nobody said, if you're a bird, I'm a bird. And I was very upset. It is a little bit before that time, and now I'm really bummed it was. I was thinking about how to set up a Maya Angelou reference. Mm-hmm. Oh, bless him, does oh, not no, get that reference. Kidding. No, yeah, sure not. If you're a bird, sure. I'm a bird? No clue. Oh, nobody has made you watch oh. The Notebook? Nope. <laughs> Tim Why do we keep stumbling across things I haven't done yet, right? It has the best moment of every girl won't tell their boyfriend what they want to eat for dinner, though. <laughs> that it does. Yeah. The if you're a bird, I'm a bird is great. The rest mm. of the movie is trash. This this podcast is going to go on forever. Probably. You're surprised. <laughs> now I have to watch The Notebook. Come on, guys. Um, we want a tight hour. A t- a <laughs> no, hour. we don't. Come on. <laughs> All right, so the story uh, starts out we're birds. Um, we do some battling against some rednecks uh, because that's what you do when you're birds, birds versus rednecks. Um, there was a, a stupid Petrix reference in here that made me really happy. Uh, <laughs> it really dated the book for me. Um, anyway, we defeat the rednecks. We steal their beer. Um, and their guns. Back, and their guns. And their guns. Um we morph back into people. We're walking home. We pass by more ruins. Um, the same no, no. ruins. The same the ruins. Sa- the same that ruins. are not ruins. They're still a construction site. They're modern, ruins. Don't, don't modern harsh ruins. Yeah, modern ruins. Um, uh, we learn about Melissa, who is the assistant principal's daughter. And I just made a note that she is a Tolkien elf. And I don't really remember why I made that note. Oh, good. I was going to ask if that was in... Because I read the, the 2011... Um, book and I was like man I don't remember this reference but also in whatever like third grade I wouldn't have known who Tolkien was I wouldn't have either but it drove home early for me the point that Rachel is a colossal dork and made me love her even more spoiler alert I'm going to gush about how much I love Rachel this week (laughs) just get ready so uh, Rachel and Melissa go to gym class, which is taught by John Elway, which I thought was a neat touch. Uh, yeah, it really makes me think that they're in Denver. I believe they're in Denver now. Okay. Um, Man, I have to the fence on Florida, though. I'm, I'm going to remind you that they Florida. went to the ocean. They dropped the I'm, gun in the ocean. That's that's a good point. That's a hole in my logic. I'm still All on right. the Midwest yeah. because they but, said pop. 
I think by ocean, he really, really meant like lake, whatever, whichever, Lake Erie. Giant lake. Yeah, Yeah, Lake Erie. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Rachel's going home after we've finished gym class. She gets basically attacked by a creeper guy. She halfway turns into an elephant uh, to scare off the creeper guy, almost seen by the Chapmans who have to be driving by. Uh, She gets in the car with the Chapmans who give her ride home because it starts raining. Uh, the team get, uh, gets back together after this. There's a plan made to stalk the Chapman ha- household uh, by impersonating the cat, which is named Fluffer McKitty. I just mm-hmm. want to restate the fact that they named the cat Fluffer. All right. Marco makes a really that good... That cat gives a job. lot of blowjobs. Yes. Uh, it's apparently... <laughs> Has quite a career. Um, Marco makes a really good shrew joke. I thought that was the best joke in the book. Yeah, a little shrew- literary the there. Joke. Yeah, I thought it was great. Rachel turns into Fluffer and recons the Chapman's... Oh, man, that sounds terrible when I say it. Uh, <laughs> recons the Chapman household. Uh, goes down, sees a steel vault, apparently, at the bottom of it. Follows Chapman into the vault where he is doing some sort of 3D FaceTime with Visser 3, uh, who is apparently tangible during this because he makes an attack. Visser 3 threatens to suck out Ennis 226 <laughs> with some, by transforming into something called a Yerkbane, which also made me really happy, and I don't know why. Maybe Yerkbane needs to be my new Twitter handle. Uh, Rachel leaves. Rachel comes back for round two. Jake says he's grounded find out later that he's actually a flea on rachel which that's a weird metaphor caught by the they rachel gets discovered by chapman and viscer three who wants chapman to bring the andalite which he believes rachel is uh, and melissa chapman gets a little bit ripped up he starts fighting back against the the yerk that's inside of him he pulls out a Dracon beam, which I'm not sure what that is, but I'm sure it's not good. Rachel uh, gets put in a cage and taken to Visser 3. Uh, at some point, real Fluffer meets Rachel Fluffer. Chapman takes Rachel and Flea Jake back to the ruin, the modern ruin. Melissa. Now this one, okay, I, we're going to talk more about this one, but it's... it's nope, after Melissa, you give this review, we're done. That is the no. entire episode. Yeah, that's it. That's a podcast. But I've got some primo Yerk Bane Bane from Dark Knight Rises quotes. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait for that. But it turns out that Melissa, who is Chapman's daughter, has been promised to Ennis 455, which is Ennis 226's girlfriend, no. and Ennis 226 is in the dad right now. No, no. It's, not, it's, a, it's his spawn something i thought that was his significant other did i not read that right no you misread that spawn mate doesn't mean they bone it means they're the product of the same boning (laughs) so it's a sister and your brother are spawn mates spawn mates (laughs) oh okay okay so i just misread spawn mates todd mcfarlane and greg capullo i thought you were like mating in order to spawn I added this to my list of like 
sections to talk about because of how much I laughed at the phrase spawn mate. So yeah, yes. I, I pretty much yes. read that as only one way. So I just thought that was a really weird dynamic they were setting up there. I think that speaks volumes uh, about you, Tim. Yeah, yeah it does. Uh, <laughs> I think see. it's interesting that the Yerks all <laughs> identify themselves by their old timey phone numbers. Hello, hello, is this Gertrude? <laughs> Give me Ennis, 226. <laughs> uh, Chapman's wife uh, is also controlled by a Yerk. Turns My out wife. he did it. <laughs> Turns out he did it to save his daughter. Which so Chapman is actually kind of a noble dude, even though he's in like a vice principal. Uh, now all this is going down in front of Visser Three. There's a distractor, a distraction. Excuse me, an Earth mover comes up. Jake, who supposedly left uh, as a flea, did not leave. He's been there the whole time. Jake double morphs, <laughs> turns into a tiger, and attacks Visser Three. Visser Three turned into a giant rock monster, which I really rock wish. Rock monster. Was a, uh, he keeps getting to him just a little before me. Uh, <laughs> Finds Rachel, is about to get Rachel, when all of a sudden Tobias swoops in, saves the day. And then Rachel made a sweet note for Melissa at the end. Literally to, because swoops in Melissa, and saves the day. Yeah. Uh, Melissa was having a hard time with her dad, who had unreasonably changed to her. She doesn't know, of course, that he's controlled by an evil brain slug. That's a good summary. Yeah. yeah. That's the book as I saw it. I think you saw it correctly, yes. Except for the Spawn Mates thing, apparently. I just read that completely wrong. Man, you went into this expecting there to be some kind of gross incest. Yeah. I, I guess so. I guess so. Book. I, well, only because Rachel's talking about herself here, which I almost started tick marks because I know she calls herself hot at least once. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, she does. I think I actually marked the page where she talks about her cousin. Snap. Hang yes. Mm-hmm. But it's not creepy when she does it, although... I do think perhaps she is a little clueless to some of his overprotectiveness. Yeah. My God. But I love I it so much. Oh, here it is. Jake is a, is kind of a big guy, strong looking, with brown hair and serious dark eyes. Although at the moment his eyes were shining with excitement. Yeah, not as creepy backwards. No. But when you put it in the context of the creepiness from the first book, there's some underlying creepiness yeah. there. Yeah. So... Are they, in fact, Targaryens? My first question. Maybe if they were brother and sister. You want, you want to know? You, you want to know a fun fact about Tim? Oh, God. Do I? Do I? Hold sure. on. Do I? I'm going to... Hang on. Hang on. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah. 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 You, you, you probably got this one, Alex. You're probably ahead of me on this one. I'm so Tim terrified. has never seen or read... I was going to come up with something funny that's not a no. Song of Ice and Fire or Game of Thrones, but that's the answer. And that's correct. I mean, I haven't either, but I still knew what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I got the reference, but no, I've, I've never seen that one either. And I feel like this podcast makes it sound like I've consumed zero I mean, media yeah. in my life, <laughs> which I thought I'd like gone through a lot in my time on this earth, you but just... we keep landing on the things that I haven't done or seen. I'm just glad it's you strange. and not me for a change. Yes. You consume strange media. There's nothing wrong with that. It's probably true. <laughs> Definitely I, true. Tw- Twin Peaks is the thing that comes to mind. Everybody oh. else is watching Game of Thrones. I'm watching Twin Peaks every week. I went with the fact that your favorite movie is Tremors, but... Sure. Not strange. <laughs> an absolute classic film. I'm not negating that. I'm just Classic saying, <laughs> when you ask people what their favorite movie is, 
I wonder what the percentage of the population would say trimmers if they were really being honest with themselves. Well, it may not be the flashy answer. Seven billion people in the world and one Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, that would so be like point zero 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 one four percent, I think. That's I my think percent. That's, zeros. that's 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 my little corner of the world. No, I don't think I that's enough Alex. zeros. <laughs> well, pretend there were enough zeros. One point four <laughs> times ten to the negative eight. Okay. That works. So where do we want to start with this? Spawn mates. (laughs) Apparently, there's a lot to talk about with spawn mates. Yeah, they're these two Yerks are spawn mates. Yeah, Jake and Rachel want to be spawn (laughs) mates. Dear God. Well, at least Jake does. I think Rachel just likes being. I feel like Rachel flirts more with the bird. Can we talk about Rachel's Rachel's latent Um, furry tendencies, please? Can we just talk about how much I love Rachel? And let's not be mean. I'm not being mean. <laughs> don't, don't be mean to the fictional character, just, Alex. I didn't say it was mean. I'm just saying I'm throwing that out there now. Because I read this book and went, well, shit. Now I understand myself a little bit more in life. Rachel's a badass. She starts to get attacked and transforms into John Hurt. <laughs> Nobody can argue with that. Oh, nice. Nice. <coughs> rereading this book, Thank I did you. not dislike it as much as I did the first time around. Yeah, I don't remember why I don't like this Me book Me either, because I'm reading it going, okay, this is going to get awful, right? This is going to get bad. Wait, when does See, this get bad? I'm glad Fuck. we're starting here. Because you two both said, oh, this is the one I don't like. And I'm reading this, I'm like, what's wrong with this one? I don't get yeah. it. I feel like things, there's just, there's a lot of story arcs that are coming up that are so good that the first three or so are just... They're not bad because now I'm like really excited to read three because I know three is my least favorite, but I'm just like, maybe they aren't as bad. I don't know. What I like about this one, and I say this like I've got this long standing reason since yesterday when I reread it. What I like about it is after the comparatively big and bombastic, oh, the world is ending scope of one, this is about as small and personal as it gets. Yeah. And I think that's it. This one and the next one have a lot of uh, smaller interpersonal things that happen, I feel Mm -hmm. like. Um, Which is not to say that that ever goes away because it doesn't. But I don't know. Just the grander things take control. Yeah. I I can tell you that if... if if grander things take control, then I'm really sort of excited about where this thing's going to go. Because I'm real interested to see more. Uh, like, I want to learn more about the Andalites. I want more of the, like, unreal, outside-of-this-world type things. You're still waiting to learn where the Andalite dick is. <laughs> I am. Is it? Is it? Okay. Is it Listeners. where the horse? Is it where the horse junk would be, or is it where the man junk would be? Listeners, that's, we, I think that's a reasonable question. Literally started after we recorded last week. Within it's minutes, it's a fair question. What? Within yeah, within minutes. minutes. Yeah, like I went on to do something else, and I had so many text messages all of a sudden of like 
where's the andalite dick yeah. it was all <laughs> wombat poop wombat poop wombat poop andalite dick and you know what we were having a fine conversation about andalite what is it andalite 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 <laughs> andalite genitalia and then megan had to go and make it weird for me how the fuck did i make yeah. it weird what the the duck thing Oh, God. Okay. The, the duck thing just ruined my existence. How did you not know that about duck dicks? I, how did you know um, it about duck, duck dicks? The theme song. I didn't know about wombat like, poop. Why would I know about duck dicks? I feel like there's a point in your life where you learn about weird animal dicks. Like, yeah. nope. And nope, this is someone happen. who I never wanted to be a vet or anything like this. Mm-hmm. It just was like, I hung out with a lot of dudes. This is what they talked about. Animal you know, dicks? if if I had like if animal dicks, marsupials have nope. forked penises. I, I hung out so with dudes too, and we didn't talk about animal. Dicks. Well, I'm glad um, you guys didn't. We talk about andalite dicks, but that's different. Those aren't real. Now but here's the they, thing: are they? Maybe. But uh, okay, so what ruined it for me was not that she said something. It would not have been if I had seen a picture. It would not have been if somebody oh, had no. explained it to me. Oh no! It was no. the fact that I found a gif. Oh no! <laughs> it was. <laughs> absolutely traumatizing i don't know how they got like this x-ray gif but it's x-ray or x-rated both okay both it was both things it was horrifying all all i'm gonna say is this tim it's like one of those little sticky hands that you throw and you can pick Mm. stuff up with Mm. except Mm. not it was like a frog's tongue at least it wasn't like like the first time that I learned that most animals have a bone in their penis was I bought a yeah, pair but if that... that they were raccoon baculum, and I was like, "Oh, cool! Well, that is. I'll wear these all the time." <laughs> I was an adult, so that you didn't stop to Google. Fuck no. Wait, so how did you figure it out later? Someone told me. Oh my god, you oh. have raccoon dicks on your ears! I was like, <laughs> no. No, but thank Somebody you for playing. Somebody once told me most animals <laughs> have dick bones. <laughs> yeah. Probably should have hang them on my ears. Oh. This book is, your guys are ruining my job. All right, oh, no. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the, 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 the term is, is baculum? In the singular, the plural is bacula. Yeah. It's got bacula. <laughs> no, yes. stop, yeah. stop. Yeah. Quantum leap is not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, no. the idea of Andalites having this. duck dicks will seem a lot more plausible when you find out how they drink. <laughs> duck dicks would be a good Twitter handle, and too. And eats. I yes. think I'm good. You can have Chips Ahorio. I'm taking duck dicks as my my Twitter okay. handle now. Yes, apparently the co-hosts of this podcast are starting to do Twitter handle fights. Co-ghost. Sure, co-ghost and co-host. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Can we get back to the book? I guess so. I oh, like yeah, right. We did that thing. <laughs> Look, it's all just subtext. Yeah. Is it? Marco would tell you that this is exactly what Stanislavski is talking about. Jesus. Nobody ever answered how they wear the pants either. I most certainly did. I drew you a fucking picture. <laughs> I was about to you, say, I'm fairly certain I have a picture I thought of it you now. drew me a picture of both ways, but I don't remember which no. way it was. They I drew you a picture ways. of an Andalite wearing two different pairs of pants. <laughs> With an exposed torso between the pairs. Oh, no, I do remember that. Yeah. I do remember that. That's how it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crop pants. Why didn't crop pants ever catch on, Jenna? Why. Just... 
<laughs> you should see what an Andalite looks like in assless chaps. <laughs> Probably way too right, honestly. Oh, way, too, way too right. <laughs> yeah, just gone. wait till we get to Andalite Chronicles and Jin prepares a lengthy report on Andalite's butts. Oh, it's happening. Oh, is it going to even take that long? No. I mean, I mean, what? Where does where where does Andalite Chronicles happen in this story? A ways. Yeah, we're not is there it, yet. I was I was hoping that would be soon because I I no I, I, I am kind of I I much more interested in in that portion of the story right now. I, mean, I guess because I don't know anything about. Neither them. did we. Um, don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. You we'll don't have long before you'll get information about him, but we do get yes. information about the yurts yeah. in this book. We do. And, like, a better description of the taxons. Or not. They're gross, gross. <laughs> we <laughs> thought you had something queued up there. I know, I did too. I mean, I do, yes, but, like, there was silence, and I was like, or I cannot <laughs> read this, that's fine. <laughs> we were gonna let you read. <laughs> that's a first. <laughs> Um, well, I know I folded the page down. Give me a second. You folded like 900 pages Shut down? Shut up. There aren't even 900 pages. Like you folded bottom corners too? I don't understand. <laughs> All right. Imagine a centipede. Everybody doing that? No. Cool. Human or now, otherwise? No. Imagine oh. a centipede twice the length of a man. The human centipede. And just yeah. as big around. That sounds like the human centipede. Yeah, we're still working on it. We're still working on it. Okay. We yeah. Now, imagine that the centipede holds the upper third of its body erect. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine pointed legs like steel pens below and smaller legs with little claws as you get closer to the head. So very kinky human centipede. (laughs) Not that it has a real head. There are four separate globs that look like chopped up red jello. And those are the taxon eyes. And then at the very top, there's a mouth. It is a perfectly round and lined with row after row of small needle-like teeth. Are taxons baby sarlacc? Have to be. Oh, it God. sounds like it. It sounds exactly like it. Yeah. So this gave me nightmares as a kid. And I still cannot look at centipedes. Ever. Ever. They're th- <laughs> yep. Nope. Nope. We also learned that they are an entirely voluntary race. Yes. Which is probably why we never got a tax on Chronicles. Good. Voluntary meaning that they took the Yerks willingly. Yes. I mean, they eat, they're dead. There's not a lot going on with them. I'm not sure they even totally need them to be dead before they'll eat them, frankly. Fair. You're probably right. They'll eat their wounded. Yeah. yeah, that happened in this book too. That did happen. Imagine the nightmares. Yeah. I read this and went, "Do we ever talk about Melissa again?" Yeah, I can't remember. I feel like we have to. So she comes back in one other book. Well, okay. She yeah, she comes back in one other book, which I'm not going to say which one. Um, and then she's mentioned in another one. But she actually was literally written as a throwaway character. And K.A. Applegate apparently, like, got tons of fan letters of people, like, wanting to know if she's okay and everything. So, but we, I don't know if we ever find out. 
I'm sure she's fine. We could make some Melissa fan fiction. We could yeah. make some Melissa fan fiction. Yeah. yeah. Just her continued life. Yeah. I'll have to read a couple more volumes to see what happens to Chapman to see where we really jump off on that story, though. Yeah, he's going to be around for a while. Mm-hmm. Or is he? <gasps> or is he? Uh, dun, dun, I, dun. Assume, I assume he will. Like, that's that's part of the predictions is that he's not going anywhere. Although he's got to, you know, explain why he has a, like, trashed arm, basically. I mean, his wife will understand why, and they're not explaining jack shit to their daughter, so. Yeah. She'll just assume that her mother <laughs> beats her father. The end. What about when he goes to work? Is to explain why his hand is just basically mauled. Food uh, my disposal accident. <laughs> just say my cat's a dick. Everybody be like, oh yeah, cats, they suck. Yeah. Cute though. Your, your cat's a dick because you named it Fluffer. <laughs> Fluffer. This is what happens when you let a 12-year-old name their cat. True. True. Speaking of 12-year-olds. Or if I happen to name a cat today. Like, as of today, not... Which is probably the same thing as a 12-year-old naming a cat, if I'm being honest. Please let me not leave that segue handing, oh. hanging. <laughs> Speaking of 12-year-olds, <laughs> we do get some, uh, some potential context for ages. We do. They say that oh, Melissa got Fluffer on her 12th birthday, and it has been a couple of years. Oh, that's true. I didn't put that together while I was reading it. So that <laughs> and them being in middle school, they're like eighth graders. Cool. More or less. Yeah. That pretty well tracks with the story, too. Eighth graders with crushes how. on their cousins. Nasty. So, so I didn't fair. even start. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Get this. Get this, to be fair. Get it. No, because now I feel like the end of that sentence was, to be fair, I didn't start viewing my cousin as something. (laughs) Same here. I very much need Jen to finish. (laughs) I meant what? Hey. Um, (laughs) I don't even know where I was going now. I'm so distracted. No. Okay, I do remember where I was going. So... Alex mentioned that he thinks Rachel's into Bird Boy. We might also get the first sign that something's going on between Cassie and Jake. Yeah, we do. Because mm-hmm. uh, she basically uh, cozies up to him until he like looks very uncomfortable, as an eighth grade boy does. He starts petting her head like she's a puppy or something. It's not that bad, but yes. Yeah. Yes. And I'm laughing. My brother is essentially that age and has a girlfriend. And now I'm just being like that. I've seen the awkwardness. It's fun. Adorable. I wait for the issue, the the, the book in which they transform into muskrats and do muskrat love as a duet. Really? They say it's the purest kind of love. (laughs) Alex. Come on. (laughs) Ruining my childhood. (laughs) ruining my childhood this is what I'm here for making it weird (laughs) you do that thing do that thing well so you know you get the adorable dorkiness of 
of Cassie and Jake, but then Tobias just slides right into those DMs and starts private messaging right. So <laughs> he does, and I love it so much. Doesn't he? Even, doesn't she even <laughs> refer to it at some point as? And then Tobias sent me a message. Private messaging, yeah, a a, a private message. Anamorphs yeah. invented text messages. Oh fuck yes, they did. Yeah, so ahead of its time. And it's great because there's even like a group chat, and then he's like, "No, bitch, hang on." gotta do this pm really quick and <laughs> we're good yeah and then he does it to cassie oh he's sliding into everybody's dms <laughs> bird dick pics yes he is <laughs> oh. duck pics no vacuum <laughs> pics is that, is that where we're going he's just hitting them all up on twitter <laughs> <laughs> He's like, is this how you tweet at someone? How many books more do you have to survive for? <laughs> 60 something. <laughs> I'm regretting this so much already. Um, I think there might be 69 more. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Equal. <laughs> oh. You love it. So, I do. Tim. I do. Yes. I have a question for you. Okay. Um, was it physically painful for you when Rachel split her shoes open? No. You didn't have a moment With of, it. not the shoes. Oh, Anything no, no, no. I was wondering what you were talking about. No, uh, I'm sure they're not, like, great shoes. They're shoes that a 12, 14-year-old girl wears to gym class. And also, she's going to grow out it's of them. Like gymnastics. She's... It's not yeah. to gym class. That's totally different. Gymnastics. It's, no, it's not the same it's thing. Totally it's totally different. No, right? no, gym not. is one thing. Gymnastics. She, she to the tumble bus. <laughs> gymnastics is nastier. Yeah. <laughs> I meant what? We need to get Alex a shirt that says gym nasty <laughs> on it. Just gym dash nasty. Please. It's James nasty in professional <laughs> sense. <laughs> God. Thank you no, no, no. J- James Nasty was my father. <laughs> Mr. Nasty was my father. Call me Jim. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, now I kind of hope that Catherine never listens to this. Yes. Ever. Please, God, never. Yes. But if you do, hey. What <laughs> your books were very formative for us, so really, it's all your fault. Truth. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously, reading this book, I was like, oh yeah, now I remember why I absolutely love Rachel, and how much I absorbed of yeah. Rachel, and yeah, yeah. Just like you touched her, made her calm and more. <laughs> Wasn't going there, but yes, in fact, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm getting very good at making puns unintentionally. I'm a little worried about myself. Okay, I do. I do want to point out, though, that she did say something that made me very grumpy. Very grumpy. What'd she say? Well, thought it. She said it was like a dash of cold water in the face. What dash. page are we looking at? Um, this, oh, I don't know in the books, because I have it on digital. Oh, okay. Um, uh, talking about taking over the cat's mind. It was chapter... Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Chapter 11. Oh, was it when she was uh, leaning into water sports? No, no, it wasn't <laughs> wet stunts. Um, no, she's talking about trying to take over the cat's mind. 
it was like it was like a it was like a dash of cold water in the face and i'm like that's called a splash (laughs) it's a splash why is it not a splash (laughs) you don't she does talk about tom's pee a lot do this with water it's still it's still a splash it's still that's a splash okay fair (laughs) fair It's like a whole section of her talking about a Tom's pee. Yeah, that's yep. what I'm saying. The water sports. Yeah, section. that's oh, yeah. that's what I was okay. thinking of. <laughs> Never mind. I mean, everyone should be glad she did not turn around and mark the territory herself. Yeah, yeah. that's true. true. So yeah, even if Fluffer is fixed, she would not be. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh no, that's an interesting question. No. Huh. Which I think actually does come up eventually. So, if you morph after they've had some kind of event that would change them physically, you would like if one of them had lost an arm or something. Would you morph into something without know. an arm? Well, that the because lost arm is not in their DNA. Hair. But, but your body hair always, cut. your body always returns to normal because she says right. she tries to will her hair longer. Right. Because your hair is actually going into like. A so, pocket dimension. <laughs> if you like, yeah. if you morph into a three-legged cat, would you have the cat's original four appendages? Or if genetically it would have had four legs, you would have four legs. Yep, I believe so. I believe this actually does come up at yeah. some point. Um, Interesting. What I really liked about this book compared to the first one is the first one was like action, action, action. I feel like there's a lot more personality in this book from all the characters. Mm -hmm. Like Cassie in the first book is almost entirely just scared and quiet and reserved and like, no, we need to be good. She makes jokes in here. She keeps the peace. Like we actually start seeing her rather than the outline of her character. Kind of same for Marco and a little bit of Jake and obviously a lot of Rachel. But but it was nice to kind of mm-hmm. start to flesh out these characters. Yeah, it was good mm-hmm. to have uh, this age group because they were genetic. Yeah. It wasn't just these stereotypes throughout the entire fucking series. Right. Yeah, I folded a lot of pages where I was just like, oh, Rachel. Then I'm like, I need to remember when we read later Rachel books of like, let's talk about how much she's changed since book two. Yeah. Book two, in which she hides everything and constantly lies to her teammates. Look. It's true. Look. He's not wrong. She did do that. She does it for good reasons. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. I'm just saying she does it. It's true. It's true. Not all of it makes sense, but, you know, 14 years old. Roughly. I don't, I do think it's like, around her 12th birthday. I don't think they specifically say her 12th birthday. I think she said 12th or some birthday. Yeah. Was. I read this That's today. her way of getting around of going, you don't actually know how old I am. It was yeah. either her 12th or some other one. And I do think later they say, like, we obscure or we change some of the the uh, names and things like that so you can't yeah. find us. All right. Oh. So are y'all still leaning towards Florida? Are we back to Florida? I'm still... I'm I still Midwest. Florida. Midwest. Yeah. Somewhere there's an ocean. 
Yeah, the ocean thing's kind yeah. of a big one. And and the redneck kids with the guns and the beer cans. I see, I see that in yeah. Florida. Maybe South Carolina. Oh yeah, entirely probable. Definitely rural Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Denver isn't... How far away is Denver from the ocean? I don't think that was really John Elway. That was just a bit I was doing. Oh. Yeah. John Elway did not actually <clears throat> coach gym class or gym nasty, whatever you want to call it. Oh my god. <laughs> what, you know what? I'm going to Google that. What if he did? Google I mean, he did, football fun. players are told to take ballerina and gymnastics and whatever to help with their agility. Yeah. It is entirely plausible. I want to talk about the uh, A, callback to Jake eating the spider, and B, the PTSD on being a shrew. Oh, yes. Because that is the thing that happens here. Like they, they figure out between Jake's tenure as a skink, uh, or an anal, and Rachel's time as a shrew, that some of these creatures that have very fearful minds and strong instincts, like actually leave a lasting impression and cause nightmares and all that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know how you get past ever thinking that maggots sound tasty. What's a skink? It's a type of lizard. Lizard. The old type of lizard he morphed into. Did you listen to last week's episode? Come on. No, he was an anal. I said skink. I was wrong, but... Yeah, we have like. not familiar with that term. It you know those, seems you know rather those little lizards that run around your front the porch that have blue like tail. gold stripes running down them with the bright blue tails? Yeah. Those are blue-tailed That's skinks. A... I didn't know that. Yeah. Now you do. There is a great bonding moment of Jake and Rachel discussing yeah. nightmares because nobody else has had really a terrifying morph. Jake sees his hot cousin hurting and decides to to console her. I really hate this. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, I also they're kind like, of the Cyclops and Jean Grey of the team. I like how '90s these families are, and it's not like everybody has a perfect family. We've got Jake with the two kids, two parents. We've got Marco with the presumed dead mom. Rachel's parents are divorced, and with a working mother, and. Uh, Cassie has a lot of animals. Yeah. And Tobias. It's has, a bird. Yeah, I kind of bird. love um, Rachel's mom, even though she's. Is a bird. Definitely distracted. That's fine. You're a terrible cook anyway, mom. Yeah. But there's no resentment, which is really great. Yeah. Seems to be doing right. Yep. And we introduced the question could one of Rachel's sisters be a control? It is a good question. So, if we say that Rachel is 14, then Jordan is 12, and mm-hmm. Sarah is... I don't actually think they'd give the gap between Sarah, but she's probably no. nine or younger. Yeah. How young is too young to have the kid, or have someone be a controller? I don't know. I mean, I do. like, is this like an ethical question, or is this like a... No, it's more of like a... It, if I put, if I make six-year-olds controllers, what's the benefits? As where you've got Chapman, who, you know, has kids. You've got Tom, who probably was charismatic. It works with the sharing. 
can pull more hosts in. And a spy. But a six-year-old? Creepy horror movie kids. Exactly. That's true. Those kids in The Shining? Total controllers. Exactly Definitely I controllers. Thinking. I just saw Hereditary, so yes. All kids, controllers. Let's make them. I'm tired Truth. of terrified kids. You know, I get it's one thing if, like, they do it to kids because their parents are controllers and thus might as well just knock the whole family out. But a random six-year-old in a family? We don't really have any background of, like, Yerks control the mind, but do they have access to memories? Do they have access to how to be human? I think they have to if they're going to, like, take over their their station in life like if he's going to be an assistant principal he has to be able to access what he does where he goes how he sure but is, chapman's cooperating so. right that well, said too. and also they also have no emotion towards their daughter so they're not even like trying to hide it from her maybe well, what about is... the what about visor three himself yeah. wouldn't that be the example he can do all the things that an andalite can and i'm sure that andalite's not not doing it willingly fair so but i feel like and maybe this is just recollection but i feel like even a little bit in the first book they insinuate with tom that it's just as well that jake never outed himself in the five minutes tom was free because when tom was made a controller again he (laughs) could have known that i guess my question is tim it is terrifying (laughs) that your screen is completely dark thank you okay he is not no i am okay <laughs> i just realized that i was slowly disappearing and i'm like huh maybe i should go turn on a light um i can read my notes again they're not pretending well is it by choice or because they can't well no, it's probably we, by choice we see them in that situation where the only person around them is their daughter and they kind of sort of like they're not trying when she's in the room but they're also not necessarily telegraphing she can tell there's a change but that changes oh no honey you should deal with your homework problems yourself if you still have questions later then we'll help you and Uh. also she is lying on the ground sobbing because her dad is not responding to her as he carries out her cat yeah but i think it's it's they they're convinced that they're going to be successful. Oh, yeah, no, they definitely so, are. And they, they don't much care about relationships as to the point where they're not going to further their own, you know, like, why waste our time trying to look like good parents? We're just going to do this just enough to where we're not going to get caught. But other than that, I'm not going to put forth any effort into this. And I imagine that's how they view most of it. It's well, just a I, matter of time to them I that they're going to take over the earth. I think thematically, too, there's something this book establishes, which is the idea that they don't entirely care when it comes to Melissa because what is a 12-year-old going to do or a 14-year-old going to do? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's something thematic there. They are underestimating this group of people, and this group of people is exactly where the people who are fighting them are coming from. Right. You should never underestimate kids. They're all yurks. <laughs> sure. That's exactly what I meant. Thank you. Anytime. Anything else that we want to go over before we move on? 
from the Yerks. Yeah, from that section, sure. We can move on. <laughs> okay. Um, we are introduced to the Council of Thirteen. Nobody else got this? Yeah. No, I got that. I was just formulating a Kingdom Hearts joke in my head. Okay. But... Uh, I honestly don't remember who the fuck the Council of Thirteen is. Are? I've never played Kingdom Hearts. That Wait was Organization second. Thirteen. Yeah, it was Organization uh, okay. Thirteen. Yeah. How? What? Ugh. I know. You also don't have a PlayStation. You are not a PlayStation person. True, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was my question: was Are the Vissers members of the Council of Thirteen, or is the Council of Thirteen like Visser Senate or Visser Supreme Court, like? What is the what I'm asking for is can I get a Gantt chart of the Visser power structure? So they appear to be mentioned quite a bit. There is a brief paragraph on the Wikipedia page as who they are. Um, and honestly, reading this, I'm just like, I don't even really remember them coming up. But I also there's probably a good ten to fifteen books that I didn't actually read the first time mm. around. Um. I get they're probably going to come up and visit and be discussed quite a bit there. But we can wait until then, or I can tell you what the Wikipedia says. At least no, the basic. We'll, we'll leave Tim in suspense. We'll leave Tim in suspense and everybody else. Wahahaha. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but yeah, we're introduced to, and, and whoever they are, Visitor 3 is lying to them. It is implied that he has told them that all the Andalites are dead and has not informed them that there's some kind of resistance <laughs> on Earth. Yes. No, no, big ruling body of my people. I didn't fuck it up. Promise. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, this was definitely a case of, like, he filed his report and then yeah. realized what happened, right? Sure. He just hasn't issued corrections to his report. That really, the problem fair. is not him, it's the bureaucracy. Isn't that always the problem? Mm. Mm. It's all the paperwork. Yep. Tim, you're being quiet. Any thoughts? I'm trying to remember the Council of Thirteen. I, I don't remember that standing out to me at all. They were it briefly mentioned. Briefly, yeah, I remember very, that. Briefly. I remember the part about him answering to his superiors. Yeah. But as for who his superiors were, I I didn't think about the fact that they might come up again. I'm going to give some insight into that. I read this today. So everything's very fresh. Last night for me, so. Well, book one I read like two weeks before <laughs> we recorded. So I was yeah, like, well, let's, let's see what M Megan's memory does. But uh, trying to find the actual comment about it. I did, I did have a good chuckle, while you look that up, at uh, Visser 3 not entirely understanding the relationship between house cats and tigers. Yeah. I do love, yeah. love them trying to understand animals. He did mm -hmm. really seem to take to the cat, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Like, I need, I need fan art of Visser 3, like, pointing <laughs> a laser for a kitten. <laughs> the laser's just affixed to his big ass scorpion tail. Uh huh. 
Or maybe he morphs into some kind of creature that can shoot laser beams. <laughs> I'm sure there is one coming. Oh. No. Alright, I found it. In a calmer tone, Visitor 3 continued. This cannot go on. NS226, it cannot go on. The Council of Thirteen will hear of it. They will wonder why I reported to them that all the Andalite ships near this planet had been destroyed and all the Andalites killed. They will be suspicious. They will be angry. And when the Council of Thirteen is angry with me, I am angry with you. Man, I just know that I would have been like, uh, that sounds like your problem. <laughs> also, who's going to narc on Visser 3? Visser <laughs> uh, 4? This guy. Where is... Where is the like the yerk version of the office <laughs> or maybe uh, yerks and wreck <laughs> oh that's a good one that's a good one i want to meet yerk on ron swanson oh. <laughs> i don't think i do <laughs> i think that might be the that terrifies me <laughs> a, a libertarian yerk yeah well I'm he biting my tongue. Fit into their, their I'm society. biting my tongue so hard. Got political on panelology this no, week. Sir. Can't no, do it sir. here too. Yeah. There's a really great meme that I have yet to like put in any group chats that I share with Tim because I feel like it would anger him, but I'm very tempted to use it now. If I beg you? No, I'm going to keep it. No! I'm going to keep it. I'll drop it in the group chat. No, go, go, go ahead and send it. Um, we could... And I also try to remember the exact wording, but it's something about how libertarians are to men what astrology is to women, and oh, something along that line. And every time I read it, I just <laughs> laugh so hard. You'll have to send that next time you see it. Yeah, I think it's on my phone somewhere. I think I think you got it. I think it's libertarian is to men what astrology is for women. Yeah. Yeah, because I've definitely seen that too, and always. Have. Like, it's usually during political talks, and I'm like, I just want to drop this in. But I'm afraid it might actually make him angry. <laughs> what else do we got? Um, I'm forever going to imagine Visser 3 as Paul Bart. Forever. Forever. <laughs> Paul Bart? No, 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 not Blart. Why is Paul that? Paul Bart. I heard Paul Blart. Okay. I heard, I heard Paul Bart. I, like, I no, just no. wanted to hear Paul Blart. <laughs> Visser 3 Mall oh. Cop? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, do you guys know? I mean, I know Alex knows who that is. Uh, no. No, Roger Bart. Yeah, I'm Roger sorry. Bart. Roger Bart. No, no, let's go back to Paul Blart. <laughs> I want to. Visser 3 Kevin is. James. Yeah, no, I meant Roger Carmen Bart. Carmen Gia in The Producers. Um, yeah. Frederick Frankenstein Indeed. in The Young Frankenstein Musical. Someone on Desperate Housewives. I've so never good. watched it. He says he really did. We know he did. The singing voice of young Hercules. You did. Truth. He's been in a lot of things. Why Why do you see this relationship? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Just all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, that's him. That, that just would be him. If I feel like Tim would know him from the Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay. What on earth makes you think that I've seen Harold and Kumar escape from Guantanamo Bay? I didn't like even know they. I, didn't I mean, your favorite movie is Tremors, Tim. Come on. The, the it, last it's time I heard. enough that it should be. Oh, yes. He's Mason Treadwell on Revenge. I was yeah. like, why do I know this name? That's why. The last time I checked in with Harold and Kumar, they were on their way to White Castle. 
That's they're my on second, their I mean. way. They I, will go to White Castle. They don't care how far. You did not. Somehow they'll get burgers. <laughs> they know every mile. I've never seen that what? movie either. I just remember hearing about it. Hercules? Apparently... Hercules? From Zero to Hero? Come on now. I am very worried about your media consumption. I, I'm telling you, I have watched and read many, many things and played many games. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I mean, I not know. games we've referenced today. What is it? Not games we've referenced today. No, none. No, he's an none. Xbox person. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Tim, come on. There's a picture of Roger Bart right next to Richard Kind, and now I want Richard Kind to be Chapman. <laughs> That's very good. I like that. Yeah. That makes me happy. You know what I think we should do now? What's that? I think we should indulge in fanfic. Alex said for the first time <laughs> in his life. <laughs> Wait, so have we discussed everything we want about this book? I, I got so. to make that John Hurt joke, so I've, I've been good basically most of the episode. <laughs> right now, if I have to vote for joke of the episode, it's going to be the John Hurt joke. Do we want to talk about Although the Yorkbane? Jim Nasty made a made a good run at it. No. Oh, you think I don't actually have a good Bane voice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're still thinking the muffin is your no, ally? No, never. Oh, no, no, sir. No, no sir. This is not the podcast. You, you do that, mm -hmm. adopted Alex. The I quit the podcast. Lisa I quit the podcast. <laughs> Can we vote Alex off instead? I mean, yeah, after that, I think it's totally fair. <laughs> I will never understand your aversion to, to yeah, Gungans. Really? But, like, but really, though? But hold on, wait. Hold on, you wait. Really? Jen is the only one with this aversion. It's pretty much a Except universal Alex. aversion. I will yeah. confess my dark it's shame. A, it's a universion. Oh. <laughs> I will confess my dark shame. Oh, when that movie came out, Jar Jar was my favorite character. <laughs> what the the only person on the planet to ever have said that. But False. How old were you? Old no. George Lucas just because, also no, no, no. It's just because Literally. Alex sees the best in everyone, okay? Uh, that came out, what, 1999? Somewhere around there. Yeah. I was born in 1987. Oh, that's the difference. So I was the age of an Animorph. Mm -hmm. All right. You're also not supposed you were, to give your age wait, thought here. You were the Jar Jar demographic then. But so I was. was I. Yeah. My brother loved Jar Jar. Ugh. Ugh. But Ewoks, I don't fuck with Ewoks. I'm telling you, though, the, the, the little fan theory that he's a Sith Lord, that movie, a ton better when you watch it that way. But then I'd have to rewatch it again. It's not that bad. It's, if you take really out Jar Jar, not. it's really not that bad a movie. I don't know why everybody hates on the prequels so I much. mean, so long as you're okay with the heroes really not giving a shit about entire economic systems built on slavery, you're okay. It's been a long time since I've seen it. <laughs> I don't know that I watched it through that lens the last time I saw it. Probably not. So we were going to do some fan yeah, fiction. No. Yeah. I don't think that occurred to me in the least. Yeah, no. Jar Jar, actually one of the best things about it. I'm going to watch it again. No. So fanfic? Wait, yeah. before that, let's go over the morphs that were in the book. All right, we've got John Hurt. 
We've got the shrew, <laughs> the bald eagle, Fluffer McCracken. <laughs> That's my new Twitter handle right there. I can't even. <laughs> we got two Ospreys. A peregrine falcon. Ugh. The flea. Is there anything smaller than a flea? Have we officially gotten to the smallest thing you can morph into in book one? I gotta say, I've gotta say, I really, I know it never happens. I really do want them at some point to morph into one particular thing that I'm not going to say because I'll probably use it in the fanfic at some point. But I do have (laughs) one thing smaller than a tardigrade. Alrighty. Okay. And we have the unnamed three-legged rock beast. The rock lobster. The rock lobster, yes. <laughs> the unnamed, but now Alex has named. <laughs> we'll call it morph number B52. Nice. It's a good one. I'm going to have to drink caffeine before we record or something. You better wait. No, you long. know what? No. I like that joke better than the John Hurd joke. I'm just going to say it. Tim has voted for best joke of the episode. Yes. Yep. And it's the B52 joke. Thank you. Rock lobster. Your little flipbook animal is a. <laughs> Is Rachel turning into a cat, by the way? Yes. Which, for the record, they took that out of the 2011 books. It still pisses me off. Yeah, the cover on this one, I think, is still not the artist who ends up doing the series from, like, four on. But it's a different artist than the first one. I thought he did the entire series. No. uh, I actually read an interview recently. He came on after, like, three issues that they already had art for. Three they books. were having trouble finding an artist who could actually do the covers the way they wanted. Okay. Because um, this one's actually almost just, like, painted. It's like a drawn cover. And most yeah. of them are actually... They start with a cat and a human and set, basically... They set splines and, and map things on top of each other and digitally create the middle three. Uh, it was a long technical interview uh, and, uh, but yeah name? he came on you don't know do what what's his name uh hold on and i'll find it it's still in my it's, history somewhere it's david Mattingly. she's like don't you worry okay. i got you i had already pulled it up because i think he's also a, a professor i was looking for his actual website because i know it has all the covers that he did but that interview did teach me what splines really are, so there's that. He never actually Aww. talked to Katie Applegate, but she sent him a Christmas present every year yes. during the series run. Because publishers don't like cover artists talking to authors because the publisher wants what's marketable, not what the author wants, he explains. He also never read the books during the series run, but read them after. The only model who was on every cover for that character was the model who stood in as Cassie. Everyone else aged too much and had to be replaced over time. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I was looking. I can't find... Ah, there's his official website, which uh, maybe we can link to. Because it does. It has an actual, like, Animorphs section. You can see all the covers. He did number three. Okay, did he? Yeah. I knew he did... Earlier than four, I just couldn't remember yeah. how early. He'd said he'd said in the first interview. I, I think he said maybe the first three, but it's been twenty years almost. So yeah. So, I kind of yeah. like to order one of these, like as a print. Oh, 
What if you can? Oh, you can. It's 50 bucks or 100 bucks. We're still recording a podcast. <laughs> I know we are. But now I'm very distracted. Thank you very much for this. Oh, shit. There's the one with the butterfly. That's what I want. We'll just cut that chunk out. No, we're not. It's okay. Stop making editing decisions, Tim. It's like my little director moment. I just throw that in after everything. Yeah. We'll just cut that chunk out. It's fine. We'll You're fix more it than in post. To do that. We'll fix it in post. Okay. Are we doing the fan fiction? Yeah. Yes. All right. So, so here's the deal with the fan fiction. Megan is going to start the fan fiction. Each episode, each of us is going to continue the fan fiction. So you'll get little updates every every two weeks on our episodes. So we, we determined who's doing next week's randomly. Are we always going to do this randomly, or are we going to pass no, no, in no. order? Yeah, once we've got the original order set, we'll just stick with the original order. Okay. I love that you're still making editorial decisions here. I mean, I would support that because I know what hell the long box is when two people have to do it week after right. week after week for a month. That's true. That clever And bastard. then Brian never has to. Why don't you guys just make we know. Brian do it for a month? Because he's canny, and the weeks when he figures out we're going to make him are, in fact, the weeks. That's what I do. I. (laughs) Yeah. He says it's work stuff, but I know really he just schedules work stuff so he can get out of it. Gotcha. What a smart bastard. All right. I'm not going to look at you guys while I read this. And I wrote this a week ago, so who the fuck knows what it says? I lean forward in my seat, completely enraptured in the action happening on the screen in front of me. The drone I was controlling had snuck up behind an actual blade ship. Sweat was dripping into my eyes, but I didn't dare blink as I lined up to take the shot. The red target on the screen hovered around the back engine of the blade ship as I finally lined up to take the shot. I pressed the button and counted along with the screen as my drone warmed up the shot. Three, two, one. My screen went dark, causing my whole pod to lose its light. I looked around confused. Had I succeeded in blowing up the ship before the power failure? I looked at the screen again, finally noticing the small green words, game over, in the left corner of my screen. A string of curse words came out of my mouth as my friend laughed in my ear. You know you're gonna... You know better than to leave your six open, I heard between the snickering. I had been beaten by the best again. Myself, of course. Sign. I exited the pod simulator and stretched my legs. We had been running practice drills for the better part of four hours, and I had not... And I was not about to dive into another round without clearing some steam. I also guess I should back up and explain a little bit for everybody new. How did the originals do it in their journals all those years ago? Ah, yes. My name is Megan. That's my first name, obviously. Or maybe it isn't. I can't tell you my last name. It'd be too dangerous for me, my family, and all those I love. See, 20 years ago, humans were forced to join in an intergalactic war that we never wanted to be part of. And that battle rested on the shoulders of a bunch of kids for far too long. Now there's a small but resilient army of humans spread out all over the world and are fighting back and have been for most of my life. I can't tell you where any of us are hiding, and it's usually in plain sight. Maybe we are hiding in your town or city. Maybe you just passed me and my friends on the sidewalk as we are on our way to take down a yerk pole. My current location is with a small group. Almost too small, I think, as I shrug off my headset and throw it at my friend as they exit their own pod, still laughing at me for losing again. You just got lucky, I pouted. 
and that's where I stopped. Brave move, naming the main character Megan and then passing it off to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's told from everybody's point of view. I set this up entirely so everybody can have their own point of view. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> it's very hard for me to read things I wrote to people. I might go throw up now. No. <laughs> no, it was good. Yeah, it is. It's, oh. it's a really, it's, it's a much different start than I was expecting. I think yeah. it's cool. Well, I was like, I was reading. I was like, shit, was this supposed to be about the actual characters? <laughs> I was like, fuck no, it. No, no, no. I'm going I think this it. is probably a much better way to do it since I haven't read the books and couldn't really write anything based on these characters. That's a fair point. Yeah. So Jenna's picking it up next week. Joy. And uh, <laughs> you so got <excited>. this. <laughs> <laughs> I would point out for the record, you mean two weeks from Oh, oh. It's Okay. <laughs> Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> Look, June has been a very stressful month for me, and I'm sorry if I've been a nag. <laughs> I really did have moments of panic that everybody thought we were recording last week. So it's all good. <laughs> so is that it for today? No. Uh, no, we got to go through predictions. Yes. Oh right. All right. So the predictions for next book. We're going to get more Chapman. I would assume this one's going to be told from the, the viewpoint of Marco, because he seems like the sort of next natural one to have the story told about him. I haven't, I haven't looked at it yet. I don't know anything about it. But that's, that's my assumption, is that we're going to get a little more Chapman, a little more Visser 3, and a, little, and a, and a, a bit more about Marco okay. and where he's coming from. Any kind of frightening alien animals you think Visser 3 might morph into? <laughs> Nothing as good as a rock lobster. Actually, I hope a rock lobster be on there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. They, they don't really seem to have any, like, basis for anything that I'm familiar with. It just seems like stuff that a 12-year-old kid would think is cool. Those are fair. Just a lot of arms. And, yeah. Made of so, rocks. Is that, yeah, is that yeah, not yeah. your basis? Something sort of dragon, dragon-esque would be the next one that he would go to, except probably with like 18 eyes. I feel like I feel like they do a very good job of coming up with things that do not look terrestrial in origin. I definitely agree with that. This one looks like a rock. We don't have okay, rocks so, here. <laughs> Wait, what's the kind of rock that doesn't occur on Earth? Or that Moon does, rocks? that Jen called out. What was that one we were talking about? I don't remember. Uh, photophorescent calcite? That's what it was. Yes. Come yes. on. <laughs> Come on. Alice, go tell your bestie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going no. to lie. Book three is my least favorite. And I actually don't remember what happens in it, so... I have a feeling that I'm going to be like, oh, no, why do I hate this book again? I do, too. But also, like, I don't remember what happens in this. So maybe I'll be like, oh, no, I remember why I hate this. So before we before we do go, I uh, uh, have another fun bit of animal oh trivia for everyone this week. We've already done uh, duck dicks. Do we need to do more? We do. Okay. Because this is not so much animal trivia so much as it is opportunity for monetizing morphing powers. Okay. 
the circus? There is a distillery in New Hampshire that is releasing a new whiskey that is flavored with everybody's favorite beaver secretion. No, no, Castorium. I, I actually don't have a favorite beaver secretion. Do you like Maybe, raspberry you just stuff? I don't know it. Do you like fake raspberry stuff? Or? Uh, no. Do you like imitation vanilla flavored things? Oh, don't make me say yes to that because do I don't like, want to know where this is going. Do you like going. fake <laughs> strawberry flavored things? Oh, gosh. Does it really come from beavers? It comes Beaver. from the beaver's ass. Oh. Beaver butthole. The scent sacks yeah. next to it specifically. Um, yeah. It is, it is a strong smelling yellowish secretion that is an FDA approved food additive. Uh, you may also see it listed just as beaver musk. <laughs> Tim's face. And anyway, here's my thought. But usually Castorium. If we had morphing power, we could lease ourselves We'd let out as beavers. No. Stop. No. But it's I don't very want anybody valuable. to cut anything out of my beaver butthole. It's very valuable. Hold on. Hold on. Somebody cut and save that <laughs> clip. Forever. <laughs> Which one? What Jenna just said. I just mark this moment. Go back in time a little bit when you're editing this and just send me that clip I wanted as a ringtone. But you're what? not going to say it yourself? Great. No. Great. No, so I don't I, want anybody you're, getting You're going to be around someone one day and they're going to be like, is that Jenna Garrett saying? No, 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 sir. From no, this no. distillery's website. I can only hope that that happens at one point. The sack well, excretion you near exhibits- all of my family. <laughs> the sack excretion exhibits bright and fruit qualities, raspberry, and rich leathery <laughs> notes along with creamy vanilla aroma. These notes are also very common among barrel-aged spirits, so a natural progression took place. <laughs> From natural that structure came the addition of a yeah. woodsy aroma, birch oil, <laughs> wild ginger, and fur needles. Really They're a great like right way now. to link the oak barrel components to the beaver's contribution. <laughs> So they're like, hey, beavers like to tear down trees. Let's use its asshole in this <laughs> and make it taste, you know, like all of that. I really, right. really can't believe you just put that in my head. I'm sensing some resistance to this particular monetization <laughs> scheme. So I will go yeah, back no, to I'm the not... drawing board. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Good. Good. I'd much rather like poop squares and sell those. Yeah. How much does... No, hold on, hold on. Before we just like completely table this idea, how, uh, how, how you can get a bottle of this for sixty five dollars? It is how called... big is the bottle? Huh, sixty five dollars a bottle. How yeah, big, how big yeah. is the bottle? Uh, I assume that's a fifth. I assume it's. It doesn't. <laughs> so, I mean, I can go to their website. It's called the House of Tamworth Eau de Musk. <laughs> I hate this so much. Yeah, just... yeah. I pretty much never want to be a part of this conversation ever again. <laughs> that label is very nice. That is a fifth. <laughs> yeah. So, from what I understand, we now have Alex's corner where he tries to monetize our morphine abilities. I mean, general animal facts, but yeah. Mostly about holes. <laughs> I mean, look. Apparently. Like. They're going to happen here or they're going to happen on Panology, and they make a hell of a lot more sense here. They're still going to happen on Panology. Panology. They has will. cock facts, and that's all that matters. That's, 
It's like the most teenage logic I've ever heard. I'm either going to do it here, Jenna, or I'm going to do it out there. Wouldn't you rather me be safe and do it here? I think we all just got a, a glimpse of Tim as a teenager. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so is it time for the outro? Please, get us out of the anus. I think so. Tim, think so. only you can save us from beaver ass. <laughs> Sorry. Please, get us out of this anus. Okay. I heard Zanus. Like Zane, zany. Zane. It's zany anus. <laughs> like... Please get us out of Billy Zane's anus. <laughs> oh, I should have just not opened my mouth. I'm going to like remake Baldur's Gate. It just says, get me out of this asshole. <laughs> it's like, here's my RPG pitch. It's like Baldur's Gate, but we will license uh, uh, Osmosis Jones. <laughs> what? No, I hate it. Oh, I hate it. Billy Zane was the Phantom, right? No. He was the Phantom. I believe he no. was. The Phantom Anus? <laughs> I think that sounds like a thing. No, no, no. Okay, you're thinking you're thinking of, of Metal Gear Solid 5. Was there a Phantom Anus in that? Which Phantom are you talking about? He was the Phantom. In what? The Phantom. The Phantom. No. Okay, I'm thinking Phantom of the Opera. Dear God, so no. This is why no. I'm very no. confused right now. Uh, not Gerard Way. <laughs> just, just... Oh, so good. That would be see, a Wayne. See, 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 we're using the same <laughs> words from the same dictionary. Look. Saying completely different things. If you just... don't want to be my friend, Tim, it's okay. It's, it's going to break my heart <laughs> a little bit, but it's okay. Let's not do it on a podcast, though. There I is a character. On a podcast yet, I'd rather not start. So there are two characters in the Phantom, one named Drax and one named Quill. Just gonna throw that out there. Huh. Was it really? Yes. I didn't I didn't know that. Can we please close the podcast so I can turn on my air conditioner? Yes. I've gotta go I've gotta go watch the Phantom again real quick. No, there's so much other media you need to consume first. Do it, and read all the of it involving Billy Zane. I'm just saying. I don't have enough Billy Zane. In hey my Tim, life. hey Tim. Billy yeah. Zane cast? You wanna do it? Oh absolutely. <laughs> I've been waiting so long for someone to ask me that. Right. You know he was in Twin Peaks too, right? Billy cool, Zane. I need to watch that still. Megan yeah. is melting. So Start the intro, so help me, or I'm outro. going to do it myself. <laughs> he said intro. He wants to do no. this all over again. 86 degrees in my apartment, please. I'm not saying the word meads, by the way. Then say social media. <laughs> it's good enough for John Hodge when it's good enough for you, goddammit. All right, you're right. Tim doesn't have a beard, though. Oh, why do you got to make fun of me because I can't grow a beard? That's the difference between you and John Hodgman. That's, that's, that's the only the difference yes. between? Yes. Yeah, that's the one. Yes, okay. you both have glasses and brown hair. And you're both from Maine. You're right. We I'm like identical to, to John Hodgman. For our hey, show. Here we go. Stop it. Here we go. If you're interested. I'm going to do it. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yes. We'd like to thank Christina Spinks for our show art. If you're interested in getting some cool art from her, Email her at c.m.spinks.animator at gmail.com. Peep our socialmeads <laughs> at Minds at, Minds at York on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to send us questions, comments, or love letters, you can email us at <laughs> Minds at York at gmail.com. I might have punched up the copy since the beginning of the episode. 
<laughs> Website is mindsetyerk.com. Spelled Yerk. Y-E-E-R-K. If you like us and want to help us out, rate review us on Apple Podcasts. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbeam. Let us know if you we aren't on your podcatcher of choice. And one more thing that I want to add to this. The letter T. It, it, yeah, is that what brought you? Yeah. Today we were brought to you by the letter T. Uh, let us know if, if... Hold on, I'm reading the thing again. Hold on, no. Um, if you haven't listened to Panelology ever before, do yourself a favor and go listen to the latest episode. Jenna's not on it, and that's unfortunate. You should go find one that Jenna's on because she's really funny on it too. But they do an interview with Mark Russell, and it is fantastic i'm telling you everybody should go listen to it right now and if you don't own any mark russell comics you should go buy some right now too oh, that's all you, i want to say yep. no it's really really good great stuff and that's all i have well bye I was, everybody i was gonna plug panelology tim, but tim, i mean yeah thanks that. for like totally yeah. dissing jenna just, and just, all my podcasts thanks tim Oh, I didn't mean to diss Jenna. Everybody should go listen to Jenna too. But but the Mark Russell stuff is great. They you should know what? Really Fuck you, Tim. All right. God damn it! I set that up. <laughs> did you interview Mark Russell? She did. I. S- What'd you say? What? Did I just jump on somebody? No, I said oh. wait to diss me and Jenna, and then you're like, no, you're right. Go listen to Jenna's stuff. <laughs> no, I said that in there. Go listen to Jenna's because she's really funny. <laughs> That's you, in there. I think you're missing the point a little bit, Tim. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. I can't see y'all right now. Hang on. Hey, oh, there you are. Hey, Megan, for those of us who want to hear you more, where can we go? So you guys made me spill a bunch of herbs all over myself, and now I'm sad. No, for real. Herbs. No, my podcasts apparently aren't important enough to talk about, so it's all good. I thought you were going to do it. Judging book covers. Fabulous retellings. Fabulous retellings. I've never said that word out loud before. We broke her. We broke the Meg. Oh, no. Oh, God. She's having heat strokes. Five Help stars her. on Apple Podcasts. That's all we ask. Oh. I right. am. I'm dying. My third one is Handbook Podcast. Handbook Podcast. I knew I was missing one. Yeah. All right. In grand tradition, are you ready for me to pull a random quote from the book? Yes. Into the episode. Grand tradition we've done twice. <laughs> the Fantastic Four plus the amazing bird boy, Tobias added. Dork. Nice. See you in two weeks. And until then, we fight. <laughs> oh, right. Really, we are. <laughs>